Well, good morning, everybody. This is the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Current events, local world news, and what's trending. This is Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Well, here we are Saturday, and here in the province of Ontario, and the province-wide shutdown starts today. Or do we call it the emergency break? It's not a lockdown. But businesses will be limited to the capacity of how many people they can have indoors. Restaurants and bars, once again, have to shut their doors to indoor dining. This is going to go on for four weeks. Now, I had the privilege of going out last night for the last time for an entire month. Now, just three days after the city of London was placed back into the red control zone, our premier, Doug Ford, has has announced the province-wide shutdown as cases continue to climb. Call it the emergency break shutdown, call it a shutdown, call it a pause, call it what you want. But is this really going to work? You know, the entire province of Ontario has been in and out of lockdowns, going through our color codes. The greater Toronto area has been in the gray lockdown since November, 2020. Yet in the greater Toronto area, we see the increase of COVID-19 and the majority cases coming out of the greater Toronto area than any other part of the province. And they've been in the gray lockdown. 
And only recently before this new shutdown has been put in place, Toronto was able to have their patios open for dining outside. Now, my understanding and, and what, you know, what I, what I see in my own personal opinion that it's not the restaurants that are causing a problem because not all restaurants in all areas were allowed to open. And even with the areas that they were allowed to open, there's been no cases coming out of these businesses. The majority of the cases of COVID-19 are coming from the workplace, excluding the restaurants. So your manufacturing, your warehousing, your, your offices in the transportation potentially. We know back in February, I think it was Amazon in Brampton, Ontario, they had 240 cases. They were ordered to shut down for 14 days. We've had it in our, in our mail processing plants. We've had, we've had it in our food processing plants. It's happening in these essential businesses that were remained to be open during these lockdowns because all the non-essential businesses, they were all shuttered. So all the cases weren't coming from there. And while different regions were able to open back up and have these non-essential businesses, you know, rejoin the economy, there was no outbreaks. Large gatherings, people holding parties, We have outbreaks here in the city of London with the Western University students on campus and off campus here in the, in the city count for over, over 70 cases. Now, Prohibiting indoor organized public events and social gatherings and limiting the capacity of outdoor organized public events or social gatherings to a five person maximum. Except for gatherings with members of the same household, the people that you live with or gatherings of members of one household and one other person from another household who lives alone. Now they're putting the restrictions in in-person shopping in all retail settings, including a 50% capacity limit for supermarkets, grocery stores, convenience stores, indoor farmer markets, other stores that primarily sell food and pharmacies and 25% for all other retails, including the big box stores, along with other public health and workplace safety measures. Prohibiting personal care services once again. 
for those regions that were able to open up here in Ontario, where you could go get your hair cut. Now, in the greater Toronto area, you couldn't do that. Prohibiting indoor and outdoor dining. Restaurants, bars, and other food or drink establishments will be will only be permitted to operate by takeout and drive-through and delivery only. And once again, that food industry is being affected when they're not even the problem. They're not even the problem. And they have to, once again, shut their doors to indoor dining. When they were allowed to have, like here in the city of London, at one point we're allowed to have 100 patrons in a bar or restaurant. Then it was moved back to 50. Now it's moved back to zero. The government, as I see it and the way I feel about it, I think they need to have to have proof. I think they need to have to have proof of why these places have to close. When all the infections are happening in other workplaces. And what measures are they taking? What measures are they following? And do they have their officers of health going into all these workplaces, warehouses and manufacturing to make sure that rules are being followed? Because this is where the cases are coming from. And of course, parties, and that's been proven And also prohibiting the use of facilities for indoor and outdoor sports and recreation, fitness, gyms, with very limited exceptions. One of those limited exceptions don't even explain what they are. Is there any outbreaks in any gyms that were able to open up? You know, because I really like to hear from these people in these industries, in the restaurant industries, in the fitness industries. And any other small, you know, non-essential businesses. I would like to hear from you. I really would. Now, of course, the day camps are going to be closed. And, you know, the spring break for the kids were coming up in another week. So there'll be no day camps for the kids to go to. And then they're limiting the the, uh, capacity at weddings, funerals, and religion services in the writs or ceremonies to 15% capacity per room indoors 
and to the number of individuals that can maintain two meters or a physical distance outdoors. This does not include social gatherings associated with these services, such as receptions, which are not permitted indoors and are limited to five people outdoors. Now, a premier, Doug Ford, says that we are facing a serious situation and, a, and drastic measures are required to contain the rapid spread of the virus, and especially the new variants of concern. He says, I know pulling, that the, pulling the emergency break will be difficult on many people across the province, but we must try to prevent more people from getting infected. So put more stricted measures on these manufacturers, these big warehouses, the food processing plants, the mail plants, Amazon, all these businesses. Put more restrictive measures in those workplaces. It just seems to me that there just isn't enough restrictive measures in these places, and are they even following them? Now, being a truck driver, I've seen the rules being broken in places that I go to pick up at and deliver at. Some of them not wearing their masks, or they have their mask under their nose, they have their mask under their chin, they have their mask hanging off their ears. Nobody doing anything about it. You know, it was just Tuesday that the province, you know, forced the London Middlesex region back into the red control zone due to climbing cases. Here we saw another 80, 84 new cases on top of the 70 cases caused by the university students. Off-campus partying, not following the rules on campus. And now the Western University is moving classes and exams to online. And anybody who is living in residence are to move out and go home as soon as possible. They should have just been doing online classes and exams anyways, right from the get-go. Here in London, Ontario, we're not seeing a surge in patients in the ICUs. But that could change, but we're not seeing it. The London region here that I live in has five has 505 active cases. With with six confirmed variant caseloads of 157 screened positive. This shutdown comes as Ontario's COVID science table released new modeling data showing that without a new order, the province will be able will be unable to curb the spread of the 
of the COVID-19 variants. The report noted that even with new four-week measures and the vaccinations in place, admissions to intensive care units could reach 800 by the end of the month. Now, they were talking, you know, 6,000 to 8,000 by the end of the month. But we're going to see what happens with this so-called emergency break, call it a shutdown, call it a pause. But we're targeting the wrong businesses. I feel, that's my opinion. We're targeting the wrong businesses. For the entire time that in regions where the the uh, the restaurant industry was able to open to have patrons inside. There has been no cases reported. They do contact tracing, and that's really important. Barbershops, hair salons, nail places, doing contact tracing. Only be able to have a limited persons inside. We went down, like I said, from 100 down to 50, down to zero. People allowed into a restaurant. We need to start targeting the industries where these outbreaks are happening. We need to put tougher measures on that sector. And the protocols need to be enforced. With the enforcement officers going into all these businesses and making sure that everything is being followed. They certainly don't have any contact tracing in, in those big workplaces. Manufacturing. They're not doing any sort of screening in those places as we are doing in these small businesses, all these non-essential businesses. The proof is in the pudding. As far as I'm concerned, when you shut down all non-essential businesses and you have the essential sector open, that's where the cases are coming from. So here across Ontario, you know, these rules start today. Now, what does the COVID-19 shutdown mean for Ontario? And they have your top questions answered.
So how is the shutdown different from the restrictions already in place under the provincial COVID-19 framework? The shutdown rules are quite similar to the older version of the gray zone, the strictest tier in the province COVID-19 framework. Last month, the province made changes to the gray zone rules, allowing patios to open, outdoor fitness to resume, and personal care services to operate. Under the new shutdown, all those services are shuttered yet again. The number of people allowed to gather outdoors has also decreased from 10 to 5. The only other difference is that the shutdown is province-wide and will impact all 34 of Ontario's public health units. How long will this last? The government said that the situation will last at least one month or until May the 3rd. Are schools gonna be open? Schools and childcare centers are expected to stay open throughout the four week shutdown. Our educational minister said that the provincial government is fully committed to keeping the schools open and that the students will return to the elevated infection prevention and control measures. They camps, however, nope. Is the April break still happening? The proposed March break, now scheduled for the week of April 12th, is expected to go ahead as planned. Can I go to a restaurant during this four-week lockdown, shutdown, emergency break, poll, whatever you want to call it? Nope. In-person dining, indoor and outdoor, is prohibited. Restaurants are allowed to provide takeout and delivery only. That is absolutely, in my opinion, is absolutely ridiculous. They are not the problem. Can I get a haircut? Nope. All personal care services are prohibited during the shutdown. Now with these places for your personal care that were able to open in, in different regions around Ontario, there's no COVID cases coming out of there. There's no proof whatsoever. And yet they got to shutter their doors once again, along with the restaurant sector Again, can I go to the store? Retail stores are allowed to operate with strict capacity limits. 
essential stores such as supermarkets, pharmacies, and other stores that primarily sell food can open at a 50% capacity, while other retailers, including the big box stores, are restricted at a 25% capacity. While standing in line to enter a store, customers must maintain two meters distance between one another. Well, we'll see how that plays out. Because the venue is to make sure that is taking that that is taking place. You're not all huddling around waiting in line to get into the big box stores. Are gyms open? Nope. Gyms as well as outdoor fitness classes are closed during the shutdown once again. They're allowed to operate and now they can't. Was there any problems? No. Were they doing contact tracing? Yes. Were they following all protocols? Yes. Is there a stay at home order? The province, the province has opt not to issue a stay at home order during the shutdown. However, residents are encouraged not to leave their home except for essential reasons, including trips for buying food, medication, medical appointments, supporting vulnerable individuals and exercising outdoors with members of their household. but they're gonna allow the non-essential, most non-essential businesses to remain open with limited capacities. And they had the limited capacities in the, in the restaurant industry, limited capacity in, in your personal care services, and yet they have to shutter their doors. Can I get together with my family? Here's a biggie. It is illegal to gather indoors with anyone you do not live with. Residents may get together with up to five people outdoors, but a two meter distance must be maintained. Can I host a wedding? or hold a funeral. Indoor ceremonies or religious services are capped at 15% capacity. There is no cap on outdoor religious services, but all participants must be able to stay two meters apart from one another. So there's no cap on outdoor services, on outdoor service, right? So you can have your parking lot on your church full as long as they're two meters apart that's more people outside being six feet apart than there's allowed to be in 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 the in an establishment a bar a restaurant and you can't hold outdoor fitness classes or with up to you know 10 people you can only have immediate family outside doing fitness together, but you're going to allow unlimited amount of people to be outdoors for, for a religious service. 
That doesn't even make any freaking sense. Can I travel in the province? Residents are being asked not to travel outside of the region or province unless absolutely necessary. Why is this happening? The shutdown, emergency break, pull, a pause is implemented as a result of the rising COVID-19 variants and a record breaker number of admissions to intensive care unit as a result of the disease suggests that even with further restrictions, including a stay-at-home order, COVID-19 admissions to to intensive care units could reach 800 by the end of the month. That's province-wide. Now, our essential workers here across the province are worried Ontario's latest COVID-19 shutdown won't protect them. Shutdown, emergency break, pause. I don't know what you want to call it. Call it whatever you want. Some of the essential workers feel that the latest shutdown our Premier Ford has imposing Ontario will do little to protect them from COVID-19. The measures announced Thursday shutter personal care services and restaurant dining rooms across the province, but allow other essential and non-essential businesses to operate with tighter capacity limits and require schools to stay open. And we had the tighter capacity limits in the restaurant sector. And yet they have to shutter their doors once again. but allow other non-essential and non-essential business to operate. Some retail workers worry that the latest round of public health rules don't go far enough to discourage customers from shopping. Now, you know, I mean, the premier, you know, could just turn around and said, all non-essential businesses to close again. And that would just leave your Walmarts and your big box stores, your pharmacies, your grocery stores. But he didn't. But he did shutter the restaurants again and your personal care and your gyms. You can do your activities outdoors with your family members. You can go golfing. But you can't go and sit on a patio. Oh, but you can have an unlimited amount of people for an outdoor church service. 
as long as they're two meters apart. And who's gonna who who is gonna monitor that? If you know the church decides to have, because they know they can have unlimited people outside. So why only have fifteen percent inside when they can have unlimited outside? And who is gonna police that? If you have two hundred people on your church parking lot, who's gonna who's gonna enforce it? Or hundred people on your church pro- on on your church property, who's going to enforce it to make sure that you're standing two meters apart? Yet you can't have fifty people social distancing, only four to a table in a restaurant. That doesn't even make sense. Essential retail stores are capped at 50% of their maximum capacity and non-essential stores are limited to 25%. You know, for this one individual who works in a department store, and the measures have been in place in the city since it rejoined the gray lockdown a month ago. Some days, foot traffic is that feels like pre-pandemic levels. And she notes that there's not able to work behind a, a plexiglass barrier or maintain the recommended two meters of physical distancing from customers and staff. She doesn't feel safe. Continuing to work in non-essential retail in a third wave, even with the extremely strict precautions, And just based on the number of people you have to interact with and in the closed workspace, some not wearing masks properly or not at all, she doesn't feel safe. Now the government here in Ontario has stopped short of imposing a stay at home order like the ones introduced in January which closed non-essential retails and only allowed people to leave their homes for essential trips. He says, we're not going to be producing a stay at home order because we saw the last time that it had on on other tremendous ill effects on both children and adults. We of course have to balance and measure that we take with people's mental health as well. But even while the stay-at-home orders may not have been well-received, it did seem to stop people from coming into big big box drugstores where a 22-year-old works as a cashier. She said customers have have resumed that habit since the order was lifted in the Peel region less than a month ago, sometimes without masks on, and she hopes this shutdown will send the message that it's time to stop. Hey, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. 
Today, Saturday, here across the province of Ontario, they have implemented this emergency break poll, or we call it a shutdown, or we call or we call it a pause, which is going to last for 30 days. But non-essential, not all of them, but non-essential, and of course essential businesses can operate amongst each other. Our personal care services, such as getting a haircut, nope, they're closed now. The bars and restaurant sector, once again, have to shutter their doors to indoor dining. Last night was the last night that you could go into a restaurant and be seated and enjoy some food and a beverage. But starting today, that's all been shuttered. Now in different regions here in Ontario, because of our our uh, color code framework that we're using as, as you know, reopening the economy. And, you know, the greater Toronto area, they've been in this gray lockdown since November, 2020. And only recently, just before this weekend, um, with their restaurants, they were able to have patios open, but no indoor dining in those regions, but other regions who are, who are in like the, uh, the, the, uh, the red zones or the orange or the yellow, you were allowed to have your indoor dining and your patios open because the case counts weren't as high. So this whole entire time for like just a little over a month, we were able to have indoor dining. There has been no cases reported of COVID-19 in the restaurant business. All the cases are coming from workplaces, other workplaces such as manufacturing, food processing plants, mail assortment plants, warehouses, big gatherings, house parties. We saw what happened here in the city of London in, in the month of March with the university students taking it upon themselves to have parties off campus and not follow the rules on campus, which resulted in over 70 cases of COVID-19. Now, the university here in the city of London has now, whatever exams they have left to do will be online. Anybody who lives on campus are to pack up and leave. They should have just been having online courses to begin with. But here we are. Here we are with the, with, with the places 
that are are causing the increases in in the in the case counts what protocols what rules are they not following what is going on we're not getting those types of answers from from the health officials we're not getting these types of answers from our premier of ontario but yet again the restaurant sector and your personal care sector and your gyms have to shut their doors they're not closing all the non-essential services this time, but a limited capacity. And even with the essential services, such as your big box stores and your, and your grocery stores, it's gonna be capped to about 50%. So there's gonna be lineups to get in. The big box stores are, are capped to only 25%. And that those venues are to make sure that all customers who are waiting in line to get in, that they are six feet apart, that they are in single file, and that they are wearing their masks. See how that plays out. And who's going to be policing that? They say here in the city of London that their enforcement officers are going to be out in full force to make sure that the rules are being followed. Now, I could go out today and I could go around to all these supermarkets, these big box stores. And I can go out and find out myself if there's any enforcement officers there to make sure things are being followed. For when it comes to our, for, for the religious services, they can have a 15% capacity indoors, an unlimited capacity outdoors. But you can't have fitness classes outdoors. You can go golfing. You can't have anybody in, in a restaurant. You know, because, you know, at one point in time here in the city of London, we were, we were what they called in, in the uh, orange uh, uh, restrict. You could have a hundred patrons in your bar or restaurant. And then here in the city of London, we got moved into the red control. So it bumped us down to only 50 people in a bar or a restaurant, four at a table. Contact tracing. That means when you enter the bar or restaurant, you give your name and your telephone number. You're wearing your mask, you proceed to your table. And once you're at your table, you can remove your mask. Watch the hockey game on the big screen. Enjoy your beverage, enjoy your food. Last night was the last night. But you can have unlimited people outside of your church. As long as they're six feet apart. 
but you cannot have 50 people inside a restaurant. Now, all those areas across the province of here, Ontario, who are allowed to have their, their restaurants and bars open, and even Toronto, the greater Toronto area, even though that they've been in this gray lockdown for uh, since November 2020, just recently they were allowed to have their patios open, but no indoor dining. And now that's all gone for another 30 days. You can go golfing. You can do outside activities with the members of your family. You cannot visit other households. Being that Easter Sunday tomorrow, you cannot have outside family members come into your household. So, you know, really is this framework, is it going to work? Now being the greater Toronto area being in the gray lockdown since November, 2020. And when they add up all the cases that are happening here in the province of Ontario, still in the greater Toronto area, they have the most cases and they're in a gray lockdown. So where did it come from? other workplaces, all essential workplaces. That's where the case counts are coming from and large gatherings, parties. That's where the case counts are coming from, not from your, from your local establishment where you can go and enjoy a beverage. And even when we were coming in of lockdown and allowing people to go into a restaurant and then only come going into a second lockdown. And of course, restaurants, that sector again, would have to shut their doors. And lo and behold, there was no cases coming out of those establishments. And yet they got to shut their doors once again with no proof from the health officials, the government saying that they are the problem. The health officials are saying it is the other sectors, the essential services that are the problem. But how do you shut down manufacturing? How do you shut down warehousing? How do you shut down the food processing plants? You don't. You can't, but there has to be more stringent rules put in place. Because it seems to me it was back in February that in Brampton, Ontario, at an Amazon warehouse, 240 employees contracted COVID-19. 
they were ordered to shut down for 14 days. We had a mail processing plant in Mississauga have over 300 cases. What kind of protocols, what kind of safety measures are they putting in the workplaces? I know this because I'm a truck driver and I drive to the greater Toronto area and I have gone into places where I deliver and pick up to and I see employees, not all of them, but I see employees will be walking around with their mask under their nose or under their chin or hanging off their ears. Nobody saying nothing and nobody enforcing it. And yet, once again, you know, last night, uh, because we were able to go still to a restaurant or your favorite pub, to watch a hockey game on the big screen and, and have some beverages. We had four of us at a table, which is that's that is the allowment. And we we reserved two tables because there was gonna be, you know, three others, so they could sit at a table, which the, the tables are spread out six feet. So, you know, three at another table, four at our table. And I said to uh, the management, and they know us pretty well. And, you know, I said to them that, I know I said, this is just not right. That again, once again, you have to shut your doors when you're not part of the problem. And then I mentioned the restaurant sector on my podcast. You know, that, you know, this is not, you know, why should they have to keep shutting their doors? And like the small businessman, you know, compared to the, to the big box stores and Amazon was like that, where they're making record profits. And through the two initial lockdowns where all the non-essential businesses had to close while the big box stores and the big Walmarts reaped all the benefits. But this so-called emergency break pull or a shutdown or whatever the hell they want to call it, they're going to allow you know, non-essential businesses to remain open with, you know, the capacity limits. But your your gyms and your in your hair cut places and your and your bars and restaurants have to shutter their doors. Movie theaters, they were closed a week ago. Like I said, I don't know if this is going to work or not. You know, in two weeks time, we're going to find out how things are moving 
if we in two weeks, if we keep seeing the numbers go up, then what is the government going to do? Is the government going to turn around and just shutter all the non-essential services out there, all the non-essential businesses, and just let the big box stores, the big WalMarts reap all the benefits? Because in these small businesses, in, in these in these restaurants, they have contact tracing. They're not doing that in Walmart. They're not doing that in Costco. They're not doing that in your big grocery stores. The small businesses are. You can't, when you go, like since up to last night, when you went into a restaurant, you couldn't get past once you stepped into the entrance, you could go no further until you gave them your personal information. So just in case, you know, someone later on tests positive, you know, they have people's names and numbers say, hey, you were at the bub at the bar such and such a night and, you know, someone tested positive you know, take precautions. They're not doing that in any other sector. Ladies and gentlemen, no other sector are they doing that. I don't know, but these new rules start today. It's going to last for 30 days or until at least May the 3rd. They're going to keep the schools open. Hopefully. Yes, they're going to go on their spring break starting April 12th instead of it was supposed to be back in March, but that got canceled. So they will get that. And we're going to see what happens. So in two weeks time, it's going to be interesting to see what the government is going to do if they keep seeing these cases increase. How long, you know, when they call it a shutdown or they call it pulling the emergency break. Call it what you want. But is these measures going to work? Lockdowns don't seem to be working. It's funny how you have a lockdown and all the non-essential businesses have to close their doors and yet you still have increases in case numbers. I don't know what to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. I really don't know. I really don't know what to say because... You know, our behavior, you know, is what makes the difference. Following the rules, doing everything you can to protect yourself and your family, 
and others around you. That's the responsibility of every single individual. But not every individual out there is following the rules. Not every individual out there gives a shit. The rule breakers, the anti-maskers, the anti-ralliers are part of the problem, not part of the solution. So our personal behaviors need to change. Yeah, more and more people are getting vaccinated. Has there been really a change so far? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, numbers keep going up and people are getting vaccinated. We're not vaccinating fast enough is the problem. We're just not. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think the government even knows what the hell they're doing. How to vaccinate a population. I don't even think they even know what the hell they're doing. They're going against what Pfizer and Moderna says. Pfizer and Moderna says after your first shot, it's 21 to 30 days to get the booster and and to become fully vaccinated. They did no trials on after receiving the first shot to wait four months to get your second shot. There's no trials existing saying that that is going to work. If they, they, they did say that no more than three months wait time for your second shot. Don't go beyond that. But here in Canada, how they came up with this plan to people who got their first shot now have to wait four months. I thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. How are you? I lost you. No, you're there. Are you there? Yeah. Hi. Hi, Trucker. Yes. How are you? I am fine. How are you? I am also good. I'm doing great. Now I'm talking with you. That's why. You're from Canada? Yes. I am from Canada. Okay. I'm from India. Okay. Awesome. How are things down there in India? Sorry? How are things in India? What? How are things in India? With this what, what? I did not I did not get uh, your question. How are things in India with handling the COVID-19? Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Basically, uh, some states uh, are cases is very increased very fast way, but some uh, states are uh, in control. That's why we are uh, ready to uh, tackle these problems and we are uh, getting some uh, vaccinations uh, for the people, uh, age of peoples. That's why it's cool. Yeah, have you have, have you experienced 
you know, coming in of, uh, you know, like shutting down, you know, shutting down the economy, shutting down non-essential businesses. Have that been, been going on in India? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, before the lockdown, I have, you know, I had one small business. And now I have, you know, no business any type because that time I used to uh, supply some uh, uh, cook food to chain to chain. And now you have no business. Yeah, now time I'm uh, staying in my room and that's why. That's why I sold very because uh, due to COVID-19 because I uh, have lost my own business. That's why. And like so many businesses owners around the world, you know, it's happening to them as well. Here in Canada, in this last year, we have lost over 10,000 small businesses due to COVID-19. Oh, because yeah, of our lockdowns. Yeah, also India, also India. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, tell and me here, one thing, bro. Sure. Uh, tell me one thing. Uh, how can I get a good business? How can I open a good business? If you have some tips, you would you like to say? I really don't know because, you know, I've never, you know, I've never ran a business. I never thought about running a business. Um, in order, you know, with, you know, especially with COVID-19 going on around the world, you know, you would have to have something that, is essential you know something that you you know you can you can manufacture or something like that to help your your economy and, and things like that but you know restaurants it seems to be that's not the place to be opening up right now and you know hair salons you know you, i mean they're they're closed again you know so i mean there's something that you'd have to you know, try to figure out, I wish I could help you, you know, what type of business you can open, but you know, I really can, I really don't know. Oh yeah, basically, you know, bro, I'm sort of uh, living in a dilemma because we have been uh, suffering for a long time with the coronavirus. That's why, because, you know, I have hope, I hope the coronavirus will be in the soon. Mm -hmm. We all because want that, right? Across the, yeah, across the global, across the global, every country now time is trying to make some good vaccines, but yet we haven't not uh, successful yet, but maybe it's after two, three years later, we will be uh, to make a good vaccine to remove a fruit from this uh, disease. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and the other problem too is that is getting the vaccines out into the population right? And, and trying to get as many needles in the arms as we possibly can. And here in Canada, um, you know, with the Pfizer and Moderna, with their recommendations of having your first and second doses, you know, 21 to, to 30 days apart, whereas Canada has turned around has, and has gone as far as once you received your first dose of the Pfizer or the Moderna, you have to wait 16 weeks for your second shot and that's beyond yeah, it's same it's same yeah it's same but here is you know biotechs and 
Sion two Indians company are also this process same day we followed the same process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the health, but uh, Pfizer and Moderna are saying no more than three months waiting for your second yeah, shot. Yeah, I heard uh, it is true. I heard many times it you got uh, the uh, Pfizer vaccine some problems you faced, right? Because it's some bloods. Uh, uh, freeze in your minds like that if you got the Pfizer vaccine. It's uh, right? No, there's nothing wrong with the Pfizer or the Moderna. You know, there's been, you know, very, you know, low symptoms of anything, you know, um, except for uh, um, the other, uh, what was the other vaccine that's causing the blood clots? I can't remember what it is now. But, um, we're not using that one right at the moment, you know, until more tests are done about that. But, you know, Johnson and Johnson um, will be receiving that, I think mid April. And that's just a single dose. So that's just one shot and you're done. And that, so um, I don't know, we're just, we're, we're just trying to do what we can and what the government thinks we need to do. But um, basically, you know, bro, do you know about India? Basically, our central governments have been uh, supplying for lots of vaccine from uh, two months ago, uh, like that Nepalese and Bhutan's and Thailand's and Sri Lanka like that mm -hmm. with uh, without cost of free. We are helping our neighbor state, neighbor right. countries. Mm -hmm. Because Indians believe only whole world, whole earth is one family. That's why we believe. We also uh, supply lots of developed countries like the Russians. Also Russians, one company, that company is, I don't know, but uh, I know uh, the vaccine name is Sputnik. Also is producing in India. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, see here in Canada, I mean, we had, you know, we have always had um, ample opportunity to uh, produce vaccines. We do have pharmaceuticals here in Canada, but they're not doing that. And we should have been doing this decades ago. And now this is a wake up call for Canada to start producing vaccines, not just for its own population, but also for the rest of the world as well. And we should have been Hello. doing this long ago. Yeah, I'm here. And we should have been doing this long ago in Canada. It's just now it's going to take another seven years in order to get it up off the ground in order to make vaccines here. And yet we have to rely on other countries um, to get vaccines. And if there's any disruptions. Hello, thanks. Thanks. Sorry for, sorry for, uh, I don't want to, want to, bro. I want to say something. Sorry for. Sorry for that, bro. Sorry for that. So I have to go somewhere because. Yeah, I see that I lost you here. Bro, uh, sorry for. Yes. Uh, I have no much time to talk with you. Hello, hello, tracker, tracker. Yes, I'm here. Yes, there you are there hello. now. Yeah, see, so you yeah. have to. I yeah. have no much time talk with you because I have to go to, you know, cook the dinner because now time is I have to cook myself. Okay, no problem. Thank you for calling in. You take care.
yeah that's why because my room partner also waiting to cook uh, we together uh, for our dinners thank you bro nice talk with you thanks yeah see you thank you yeah thank you take care so ladies and gentlemen um yeah yeah you're welcome thank you for calling so yeah that's great you know uh people can call in and uh talk to me and uh you know tell me what's going on in your part of the world you know how things are moving along with your vaccines you know is things getting any better or things getting any worse you know but um thank you to that caller and thank you to the guests on my show This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me this Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy your Easter. Take care and be safe. And thank you.